Hey guys, it's Keith and Raven back on Beyond the Altar, and this is Life After Infidelity. You won't let me to talk about today well, let's get into the topic of accountability in marriage something that you know for sure we had to learn learn in some hard ways and you know finally i feel like we've we've really obviously we've grown so we we've gotten better at it and to a lot of people have been getting on you for stating oh i'm taking accountability for you yeah for my mistake yeah. you're blaming yourself for for my mistake right um, for cheating, trying to insinuate that you have a lack of accountability on your end, which is not true. You have stated, which I don't understand. I'm clearly telling you that I cheated on my husband. Right. I don't understand that. And, and also to that point, you have stated on multiple occasions, you made that choice. You made that mistake. You're not pushing it off on me or anything like that. Nor was I taking accountability for you Mm -hmm. i took accountability as a husband understanding that there are so many different components within a marriage all components have to be taken care of to make sure that there are no openings for temptation to try and set in or feel comfortable being there because one partner is not fulfilling the needs of another right so even in god's eyes when you marry someone you become one so i guess the question is should the person who didn't cheat take some sort of accountability along with the person that cheated i mean we all adults there's accountability so yeah there's accountability that needs to be taken taken hold of do they have to hold themselves accountable for the fact that one side went out and actually cheated and slept with somebody. You're going to get a lot no. of people that's going to be pissed off at you. They can they're going to be mad regardless. I don't care. <laughs> we we as adults have to understand and even in a relationship period, even if if you want to call this just a team, a partnership, whatever you want to label it for your own personal relationship, there is still accountability on all sides that need to be taken care of. Does it leave <clears throat> an open door? Yes, it does leave an open door if somebody is not held accountable and doing the thing that they're supposed to be accountable for. Is it an excuse to go cheat? No, we have said right. that so many times. So I, it's like we beating a dead horse at this point. But I wouldn't even say it anymore. <laughs> yeah, we might as well stop. But I, I honestly don't understand any easier way to explain it. Like other than that, like I, I want to put it in a different way that's more colorful and more attractive that they'll be like, I get it. But. I don't feel like there's anything else more simpler than to just say it how we've been saying it. Oh, well, this you're really going to get beat up for this one because you just basically stated that, yes, the person who didn't cheat should also take some sort of accountability. Yeah, you're in a relationship. There are there are things that you have to do. If, if let's, let's flip the roles. Okay. Let's say I went out and cheated. Okay. And I came back and I told you, yes, I, I, I made that mistake. I cheated. But I've been telling you we needed to be more physical. I've been telling you that I wasn't getting enough sex. I made a mistake. I went out and did it. Doesn't it depend on the scenario? Because then they could say or someone could say, you know, that was a premeditated cheat. Like you deliberately premeditated to go and do something like that. No, premeditated would be like, oh, yo, yo, I've been, I'm calculating this, I'm planning this out, but that's that's. But you're telling your spouse, I'm not getting enough. So, 
but but in the same sense, okay, all I'm doing, I'm presenting that to my spouse as I should. I okay. shouldn't have an open door communication to tell you how I'm feeling. At that point, it's not that I'm saying you need to do this or else. It's saying, look, like I want to make sure that we are both keeping each other happy. At this point, I'm not fully happy. What that does, though, if if that's not attended to, mm-hmm. it leaves an open door at all times. The enemy is trying to listen in and he's trying to find any way that he could try and slide in and, and create any type of havoc or issue within the relationship. Right. So then in turn, you let's say you go. I don't know, perfect scenario, a bar (laughs) (laughs) or a friend's house. And there's a single female there and you start talking about problems. Exactly. The right topic begins to pop up. Right. And, and, And some people have that ability, whether they're manipulative by nature or trying to do that or not. Like they have that ability that it makes you feel like a welcoming feeling to where you're going to talk to them about certain stuff. And we've stated before, it is not right at any point in your relationship. If right. you are having issues with your significant other, do not talk to somebody of the opposite sex because you don't know what mindset that person may be in. And it might not be at that time. It could be later. And then that could lead to other things because they know the gaps that you have. They right. know what things you need fulfilled. And somebody right. that could be just an opportun- opportunistic mindset could be like, oh, like. This is my I, chance. Exactly. I've been I waiting. <laughs> know what she needs so let me go ahead and just uh, put a little razzle dazzle in there now i can get what i want in actuality that is actually how our situation happened and that's how a lot of them do yeah i don't want to say it but there's no justification for cheating keep saying it and it's like like you said beating a dead horse but a lot of times that's what that's how mistakes occur exactly is you know, one party isn't listening to the other, or maybe both parties are unhappy and exactly. you're not listening to each other. Right. And so in turn, it opens the door to yeah. things such as infidelity. And the crazy part is, like, even if we're talking about infidelity because we're sharing our story, but this happens in even other areas. It could be something yes. that you could tell me, like, oh, I feel like I can't talk to you. I want you to be able to open that up is to me true. More. But whether it be, even if it's somebody of the same sex, let's say y'all have a household rule of what happens between us stays between right. us. This don't need to get out of the house. But if you're not giving that open door communication, you're shutting that down. You're leaving an open door for somebody else to come in and know your business. Even if it's somebody of the, of the same sex, it could be somebody that just may not like you mm-hmm. for, for their friend. Mm-hmm. So therefore, they could throw little tidbits in to try and tarnish that relationship. It's not always that it will lead to cheating, but it's still mistakes that can happen that can tear down a marriage, which yeah. is the, the main point of us even speaking up is to keep marriages strong, period. And in order, I think I'll add on to that, in order to keep a marriage strong, what we've learned is humbling ourselves. Yeah. Marriage takes humility, You have to think about it. You are stripping away all selfishness to become selfless. That is work. That takes humility. Because you've grown to a certain age to know yourself. Now I have to know another grown person that has went through so many different things. That has lived their life up to this point without me. And we've learned separate lessons. Now we got to meet in the middle. It's, It's tough. Right. And please, y'all don't take this as we're um, we are pinpointing our marriage to be perfect. I'm telling you, he got on my nerves yesterday and the day before that. So (laughs) we're not we're not perfect, but we're just stating what we've learned in our marriage. And we want to share that. And and especially 
when it comes to Christ, I believe in the Bible, it clearly shows that Jesus is the, he, he is the replica of what marriage should look like. And Adam and Eve is actually what a lot of marriages look like today. Um, Adam had no form of selflessness. He literally blamed Eve and tried to escape yeah, and- the punishment. Honestly, he blamed God. He said, "This woman you gave me yeah. gave me the fruit." Let me let me cover your back real quick. Okay, okay, go ahead. Because I know y'all gonna try and come in the comments and say, "See, look, she's trying to pinpoint the guy again as being the one that." Oh wrong. no, I'm not trying doing to that. trying to manipulate this that, and the other. It's not that. It is an example. So let me turn it back. I'm, let me say it this time, so that okay. way maybe it'll help them out, so they don't come for you and keep doing that because y'all don't okay. y'all not gonna keep doing that to my wife. Okay. So. <laughs> Even if we go back to the story of Adam and Eve, and it replicates what marriage is today, mm-hmm. as far as one side knowing that I am wrong as well, mm-hmm. but trying to point the finger at the other spouse right. and saying, no, it's all on them. It's all on them. And saying it so much that it gets in their head, it's tearing down marriages and tearing down relationships. Right. You know, and even Paul stated that Eve was deceived. Mm -hmm. Adam wasn't deceived. Right. So Adam knew what the fruit looked like. And this is no pinpoint to males. This is just to in general, in, Mm -hmm. in relationships, a lot of us do this. Adam knew what the fruit looked like. It wasn't Eve who manipulated him. And a lot of times in relationships, we are so, when one person makes a fall in the relationship, it's not, we made the fall. It's you you made the fall. And then we blame God right. for right. even allowing it to happen right. or for allowing this person to come into our lives. Where's the accountability? Right. You, you hit the nail on the head. Like It has to be accountability to be able to step up and say, I, I recognize my wrong in this too. Right. And as much as people don't want to do it, as much as people feel like, you know, oh, like that's taking blame for the other person. No, it's stepping up as an adult to say that, yo, I have some responsibility in this as well. Let me recognize that. Yes. Now, I'm not going to alleviate and say that, oh, I'm letting that go because I blamed it. No, I, I didn't bring that choice about. I left an open door that should have been handled on my side, mm-hmm. but it's still something that we should have handled between us mm-hmm. without an outside party coming in, mm-hmm. in any case and standpoint. Yeah. Yep. Oh, so let's go ahead and get into these questions real quick. We thank you guys also for submitting your questions to us. Yes. and um. Honestly, we're, we, we're no. not asking for nothing. We're not even, we're not trying to counsel nobody. We're just relaying, like, like we said, um, our, our story. Yeah. Our story and what we've learned. Okay. So someone said, I watched some of your videos on TikTok today and wanted some advice and closure. Back in May, my boyfriend came to me and told me he was cheating on me and said he stopped talking to the girl and all. And honestly, it didn't bother me like I thought it would because he said they didn't talk anymore. So I just brushed it off. Fast forward to the end of July, everything came to the light and it broke me. I guess it bothered me so bad this time because I actually caught him in the act. I used to be so mad at the girl when really she she owned me. Oh, sorry. She owed me. It says owned, but she owed me no loyalty. I found myself like, dang, what does she do and have that I don't? And he couldn't see me. I questioned myself a lot. I used to go to her page just thinking, what is it? He had to cheat. I can't get out of my head. It's bothering me. I'm always bringing it up to him. 
He's trying to gain my trust. He honestly is, but I just want to know what's the first step of forgiving and leaving the past in the past. That's trauma. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, like, I mean, it's still, it's a trauma on a whole nother level. Like yeah. I say, I mean, I'll always say, say this. Experiencing a stillbirth is completely different than experiencing a miscarriage because a miscarriage, you don't really know. You can't see it. Usually, sometimes some, nine times out of ten, you don't see it unless it's a um, missed abortion that you you know you do a DNC. yeah or, D, or uh, not even a DNC. It's just you know by pill or right, something right. like that. But when you are long enough in the pregnancy and then you see your child the way that they were supposed to come out months later, mm-hmm. it hits different. So we do understand the the trauma yeah. of something yeah, to something. relate. Being heard, um, you know, through just verbal conversation versus actually seeing it. Right. We definitely, you know, recognize the difference. on Right. That. It sounds like you guys are, are trying to work things out even after catching them in the act. So I commend you guys for that because obviously you see something very special within your relationship. Um, now, it sounds like to me, I would need at that point to ask my wife some more questions. Now, another thing that you're going to really have to dig into is really thinking, okay, if I sit down and have this interview with him to figure out what was it, why did it start, why did it happen, why did it continue for X amount of time, then I really also need to figure out, am I going to be willing to accept what he may be saying as as the truth? Or am I still going to be in denial of thinking that he's lying to me the whole time regardless and that there's still that that lack of trust to where he could talk, talk, talk. And he could be giving me the honest answers and I'm still not going to believe it. I think first first and foremost, if you feel like you need closure and you have that opportunity to ask him those questions, I would figure it out and also try and figure out, okay, what was it? And within asking that, I should say, you'll probably find out what was it that he felt he was able to find in that person. And it might be something different than just physical. Well, there you guys have it. I think that this concludes our podcast we will definitely be back with more um we have a few more questions but we're definitely gonna make another podcast to get through all of them if you guys have any questions please feel free to submit them via instagram or tiktok you can leave a comment i do read some of them some of them come in i have quite a few that come in a lot so i won't be able to get to all of them but uh just tag me if you really want us to answer it in the podcast or i'll turn on the notification in my bio a q a that you can ask and we'll address it on the podcast so yes and thank you guys so much for all of your continued like pouring in support and honestly i really want to give a, a very big thank you for my wife because she really has been staying dedicated to making sure that she wants to help as many of you guys out male female black white whatever it is like she really just wants to genuinely help as many people as she can and as we can as we can but yes i I say that because the scrutiny that you've been having to deal with with what people have been saying about you and trying to tear you down and your strength to still try and carry on for a reason that's outside of yourself i truly applaud you on that thank you (laughs) for for continuing to to want to keep this platform going and going strong i appreciate that But thank you guys once again. Y'all have a blessed day. And don't forget to subscribe and put five stars down there in the review. Leave your comments. We'd love to hear your feedback. And so that way we can grow this podcast even more. Bye.